Hello there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We hope and pray that you would be edified and Christ will be glorified. To find out more information about us, I would encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. There you can find links to our social media accounts. There is a statement of faith there as well. There's also a prayer request page. If you're a prayer warrior, I encourage you to go there and pray for the people there who have emailed and asked for prayers. I know that list doesn't change dramatically from week to week, uh, but still, those people have made an effort and asked for prayers, and so I certainly hope that you would do that. And if you have a prayer request, you can submit it through our Contact Us page, and make sure you uh, put in the subject line, uh, Prayer Request, so it catches our eye. We get lots of junk mail, and so... Uh, we try to weed through that, and we don't want to miss your prayer request. Also, the, if you have a Bible question, you can submit it there as well. And We do get Bible questions from time to time from our listeners, and we put answers to those uh, and put it together and put it out into a podcast uh, as we get those. We ask also that you pray for this podcast, and it will continue to grow and expand and touch people's hearts and lives. Uh, it's amazing where uh, we get hits off of the podcast from all over the world. In many places, uh, that's not always encouraged. In many places, too, uh, the people in the uh, Western Hemisphere may not understand is a lot of people have to go to an Internet cafe and pay so much an hour to get onto the Internet. And we have a lot of downloads from those countries. And I notice they really peak and they may not hit anything for several weeks, and then we get a big peak again. And I'm guessing they're downloading uh, a handful at a time to save money. And then they take those home and listen to them on their uh, device or whatever, their iPads or whatever they have, and listen to it there. We get several emails now that there are church groups using this podcast for their Bible studies. Uh, that's great. We... We are very blessed and very honored uh, to, the, to do that. Today we're going to talk about, I will give you rest. I would give you rest. And if you want to, to open your Bible and mark it to Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. That's where we will be in a minute. And then turn with me over to Matthew chapter 11, verses, starting verse 28. You know, it's a very common question. Uh, in this culture where we're at right now here. Uh, it, many people ask a question in the morning when you walk into work, how are you doing? Or when you walk into the church building, you know, how are you? And the respectful thing, I guess, is uh, we just say, I'm doing fine. Whether we are or not, well, we are taught not to tell other people how miserable we might feel that day or how bad of a day we're having or whatever. And so, uh, if we got past all of that, and, and I would ask you again, how are you doing, or how things are with you? You might respond uh, in one or two different ways. You might say, I'm tired. Or perhaps you might say, I am just really busy. Or, I wish I didn't have to work all this overtime. I have more to do than I will ever get done at home. I mean, the answers could be uh, unlimited, really. And I've asked myself this question several times over the years. Is this really the life that Jesus 
had planned for us. Is this the life that he wants us to live? If, we're, if this is the life that we are living, we, we might have some things in our lives that we might really need to review and go over and decide, do I really need to be doing all of that? Do I really need all of that? And so today in this podcast, I want us to look at some words that Jesus said that should give us all some comfort and encouragement. And this is probably one of my most favorite little verses or sayings that Jesus says. It's very comforting. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I mean, what Jesus says here, it, it is very beautiful and is very comforting for my soul, and it really should be for yours as well. What Jesus says here really is rooted in, in an agricultural type society. There are, are terms and phrases here that perhaps people living in large cities in our world today may not understand unless you know, you're a farmer or live near a, a farming community. And one of these terms is yoke. What is a yoke? Well, for those listeners who may not know what a yoke is, I want to try to give you a definition of a yoke so that we all can understand what Jesus is really trying to say here. Jesus is not talking about an egg here. Okay? In, in the times of Jesus, the farmer would take out uh, a very large piece of wood, heavy piece of wood, and it was built to fit on the shoulders of an ox or a horse, mule, whatever. And then the farmer would secure that to the neck or the shoulder area of his animal. This way it wouldn't fall off and it would be secure. And then the farmer would hook up his plow to this yoke and force the animal to work. Maybe this will help you give you an idea what, what a yoke is. Now, there are yokes made for people, too. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen one on television or whatever. But when you see these people walking down the road, which appears maybe like a long pole that lays across uh, the person's shoulder, then on the ends are some buckets uh, to carry water. And that's an example of a yoke. And so a yoke is not restricted to animals only. Now, in this context here, Jesus is going to talk about a yoke. And from that yoke that we are, are carrying around to that yoke that he would give us to carry around. So, let's look at what Jesus says. First of all, we need to take notice here to the call. Jesus says, come to me. And, and notice who Jesus calls. All of you who are weary and heavy laden. 
The idea is that you have worked yourself to exhaustion or a burden that you just simply are weighed down, weighed down by a load. And you can see people that have been weighed down. Uh, you can see that burden that sits on their shoulders. Perhaps you can identify with this picture. And if this is burden is so heavy that your legs are ready to give out uh, from you from all the weight. It is also important to notice that Jesus who is being called. I mean, Jesus is not calling those uh, who can help him. Instead, he's really calling those who need his help. Jesus is not saying, here, come on, I'm going to give you more to do. He is saying to those souls that are already weighed down, you that are worn out and cannot take any more. To those whose knees are buckling under a load, come to me, so that I can give you relief. And I'm going to give you some rest. Now, there is a condition in receiving that blessing. That condition is that we need to take my yoke, is what Jesus says. Now, if you recall what a yoke means, it's a means of control. In fact, it's also a symbol of slavery and oppression. And here's an example of that in, uh, in Scripture. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, if your Bible's already marked there, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. So, a yoke can stand for slavery and a burden. Think about a, a man who, who had to use a yoke to, to carry water from his well back to his master's house. The real issue here in, in the mind of Jesus, this should be also in the mind of all of us, is this. Who's going to be in control of our lives? When Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, what Jesus is saying is, let me be in control. Let Jesus be in control. So, who is in control of your life? I think that's really what it really comes down to. And it comes down to three cho choices that most of us pick up and, and live by. And the first one is this. I want to be in control. Let us be in control. The NIV here, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. Jeremiah 10, verse 23 says, I know, O Lord, that a man's life is not his own. It is not for a man to direct his steps. Just look at, at the people who have made up their minds or, and they're determined to be in control. We, we around people who are always want to be in utter control. Now, 
they may not do it their way, but they want you to do it their way. And I'm not just saying that they won't. I, I can almost promise you that the yoke on their shoulders as well is very heavy. Their legs are straining from all that weight. They are tired and worn out from trying to carry all this weight and burden around by themselves. They even from time to time, instead of getting rid of some of their problems, they start adding more to their problems. They start carrying around more of a burden. Still others are going to find themselves with the yoke that's been placed on them by the devil. I think that there are people who think that they're carrying their, their own yoke, but in reality they're really carrying around the yoke of the devil. Because the devil is one of those who loves to be in control, and he wants to be in control. Romans chapter 6, here's the Apostle Paul. Romans chapter 6, verses 17 and 18. But thanks be to God, that though you were slaves of sin, you become obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were committed. And having been freed from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. So you see, we have a choice of picking up to be a slave for righteousness or be a slave to sin. Either or, you're under control of sin or you're under the control of God. And if you were to look at a person whose life is controlled by the devil, I, I can promise you, that their knees are buckling, their backs are about to give out, they're really hurting. I mean, plain and simple, these are people who are really in a big hurt. And I know that it is all that they can do to carry that yoke around with them. And I really believe that the devil really delights in seeing this and doing this to people. Or, here again, Jesus says, Take my yoke. In other words, let Jesus be in control. So we choose to allow the Lord to be in control. And notice here in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 33, the Israelites, I mean, they really have messed up bad. They have worshipped a golden calf. And God is rightfully, he's upset. God is telling Moses, let's just erase these people from the face of the earth. But Moses is pleading with God on behalf of the people. Again, Exodus 33, verse 15. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. Moses understood the weight of the responsibility that was on his shoulders. Or that yoke that was on his shoulders. He, he is supposed to lead Israel, and, and Moses is looking out over this wilderness. Then, if they make, make it through the wilderness, there are other obstacles that they're going to have to overcome. And so Moses is really here, he's telling God, it's not a good idea to go on this journey here without you being in control, God. I really want you to be in control. Moses is saying, I have to have God. Moses is saying that the yoke that is going to guide me, 
again, through this wilderness adventure, is going to have to be God. Again, listen to Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Secondly, that is Jesus telling us uh, to learn from him. And what I really think Jesus is saying here is, you've tried all these other yokes, you tried carrying them by yourself, now learn from that lesson. Try my yoke and see how different life is. If, if you will truly hand your life over to me, what you will find is this. My burden is light compared to what you've been hauling around and trying to carry all by yourself. So we, we make this covenant with him. We make this promise. We make this agreement with Jesus. And we're saying, okay, Jesus, you're going to have control. And I will give you rest. Again, notice this is Jesus' word. You will find rest for your souls. Now think about it. What makes you tired? I mean, you come home at the end of the day from working hard, I don't know, in this area, maybe punching cows, working in the factory, dealing with kids all day, and you combine that, you know, with, with the weather, it's really, really hot, it's miserable, muggy, and you're just beat. You're just flat worn out beyond words. And then you have to throw this instant dinner in the oven, right? Then you go sit down and maybe you watch uh, the late news and it's all that you can do to stay awake. And I know some of my listeners uh, in other parts of the world don't may not understand this, but it, it, it's just the American thing. We, we're always so tired. And... and why is that? Why are we so tired? What about those days that you do nothing due to the weather? I mean, you stay inside and you just lay around and you watch television. And you just, there's plenty of things to do around the house. You got laundry to do. The yard needs mowed. Maybe you need to go grocery shopping, go to the market, whatever. But at the end of the day, you're still tired. Why? What Jesus is talking about here is not rest from toil. It's not rest from work. Jesus is not saying, come to me and I will give you three paid holiday vacation days in Hawaii. This is not what he's talking about. He's talking about, I will give you rest. And what we need to understand is this rest in your work. This is a rest as you work. His yoke is always going to be easier. His burden is always going to be lighter. And, and I want all of us to, to, to stop and think about why this is just... This is just for a moment here. Then we'll bring this up to a close. But Jesus has promised to give rest for your soul. And, and let me give you three reasons why we are so desperate to, to carry and we need to carry his yoke. 
first of all, Jesus brings me and you every task. I mean, Paul will write, when we work, when we do not work, as for men, but we rather we work for the Lord. Now, Paul realizes that Paul, again, he's writing against slaves. And if you can only imagine having nothing to look forward in your day but to get up and put on your master's yoke, now your thought might change if you thought, oh, I'm actually doing this for Jesus. And again, the same idea could be uh, going to work every day. You have to get up and you have to go to work. I mean, you don't work, you don't eat, right? There's no money coming in. And second of all, Jesus always provides the easiest path. As the psalmist writes, Your word is a light to my feet and a light to my path. That's in Psalm 119. Now, the devil, he will always come along and he will try to tell you and me that really his way is much easier. It's much better. And if we think about it, and we're, if we're really honest with ourselves, we really know deep down that's just another lie. His path is dark, it's rough, and it just seems that you just, you never really get off of it. It's just never ending. And of course, we're talking about spiritual things here. There are people who are, have this huge yoke to different church groups, denominations, religions, uh, whatever, who put yokes on people that they can't handle. And neither, honestly, if the leaders of those groups were honest, they can't handle the yoke themselves. And Jesus will carry your yoke if you carry his. Now, you talk about the deal of a lifetime, right? Here is 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Now, he is already our sin bearer. Jesus also says, uh, not only am I your sin bearer, but I also will carry your burdens as well. We can take this entire heavy load that keeps us awake at night, and all this stuff that makes our legs shake and feel like they're going to give out from under us, and we can cast all this on Jesus, and Jesus is willing to do it. In fact, he's asking us to do it. He wants us to carry his yoke that is easy and light, and he wants to take control of our lives. You know, we may not have the best jobs. We may not always be in the best situation. But we need to know that God is in control. We need to allow him to be in control and trust in God that our daily bread, you know, we will have our daily bread, our daily needs will be met and taken care of. And, and let tomorrow take care of itself. I mean, Jesus will say that in the Sermon on the Mount, in, in Matthew chapter 5. I mean, just worry about today and let God help you through that day. And I am not telling you that's easy because I think we all struggle with what am I going to do tomorrow? How am I going to get through this? How am I going to be able to to juggle all of this. And even spiritually speaking, I mean, I realize that we are not the only podcast out there. 
I realize there's many other options for you to listen to, and I appreciate that you're listening to this one. And we try so desperately here, for lack of better terms, to just give you the simple gospel. I mean, the gospel itself, the message is really simple. God loves you. He died for you. He can cleanse you. And there's not all these hoops and circles that you have to jump through and walk through and around. And Christianity is not easy. I've said that many times. Because the world does not like Christianity. They think that you have to work your way to heaven. And that's completely opposite with Christianity. There is no works to save you. Jesus did the work. (laughs) That's it. Period. He did it. And when we understand that a little better, our burden does become a little easier and a little lighter. And the more we read, and the more we study, and the more we pray, I think the more we understand that. There is an inner peace that God can give us that nobody else can do. Not your spouse, not your child, not your job, and it's sure not that yoke that you're carrying around. The inner peace that you can only experience with Christ. And it's I know it's more than a feeling. If you get and understand, I've watched it in my life. I, we've all had hard days and struggles. And I'm not talking about just a day. It might be months or years sometimes. But when you look back and you think wow I don't know how I ever got through that well that's because God did that and I'm much better today for it it made me a stronger person and then I understand God better he's God's proven that if I just let him be in control I will come through these situations and that's not always easy I know in the western culture we are taught you know the bootstrap method is what we call it here. Is I mean, you pull them boots up a little tighter and you just you keep on keeping on. You keep your nose to the grinding wheel and you just work, 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 work. And at some point, you wear yourself out. I mean, look at the Pharisees. They were putting burdens on people that the, honestly the Pharisees could not control and do themselves. They couldn't. And that's why Jesus and the Pharisees, one of the reasons, that they, they went at each other all the time. And we have people in congregations and churches around the world that try to put things on people that they can't, you know, they can't handle. We put people, uh, my best example is uh, like a treadmill. We put people on treadmills and they get going on it and we turn it up and they get walking a little faster and eventually they're running. and But they're not getting anywhere in their spiritual life, in their walk, because they're trying so hard to carry that yoke that elders or preachers or whatever I put on them, and they may not be scriptural at all. And what happens? People get tired, and they get off that treadmill. And then they don't know what to do. They're lost. And I'm telling you, Christ will not do that to you. He doesn't promise cake and ice cream every day. He doesn't promise uh, 
the biggest, fanciest meals and, and luxury cars and hotel rooms and trips to some paradise island. But he does promise eternal life. And he does take care of his, of his people. There's times we didn't know what we were going to eat, but we got home and there was something. Now, it may not be in what we wanted to eat that particular time, and why we bought it, we don't know, but there it was, and we ate. We had something to eat. I'm talking physically and spiritually. In America, Bibles are everywhere. They're free on the Internet. You can download them for little to nothing. Uh, we can be feeding our souls. We can listen to the word of God as we're traveling down the road and we, we listen to it all the time we have a CD and that's what we listen to as we're traveling we, we don't put the world's burden on us it, it's, it's full of garbage and, and the world will take care of its own and I really don't want to be part of all of that I want to feed my soul I want that inner peace and being and knowing that Christ he's got it all under control I want to thank you for listening, and I certainly hope that you will pick up that yoke that Christ is offering and remove that yoke that man has put there, the devil has put there, or both. Just take it off and put on the yoke for Christ. Thank you again. I, I really appreciate you listening. Please tell others about us. Hit that like button and follow us on your podcast app. There's there are many podcast apps that we are on. We do have a list of those on our webpage. If you uh, have friends that may not listen to the the one that you use, we're on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon. We're, we're on a lot of different formats. And you can listen to it directly off our webpage, and a lot of people actually do that. SoundCloud. We're also on SoundCloud. And so, uh, many, many ways of listening to us. So, if you really do truly enjoy this, please tell your friends and family. If you have a Bible question, contact us through our webpage. We'll do our best to answer it and research it out and, and, and answer it if we're not sure about the answer. We know where to go. We know where the Bible is and, and how to, and to find it. Again, I thank you for listening, and may God bless you, and may He have the glory.